brought to you by the Bloom Women's Ministry from Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas. This is Bloom Talks. Welcome to Bloom Talks. I'm your host, Cynthia Hernandez. And I'm your other host, Paige Allen. And it's just us. It is. Just just the two of us. And Carson's in the room. Oh too. yeah, Carson. Sorry. We don't we don't give Carson many <laughs> shout-outs, but I feel like today of all days we need to give Carson a shout-out because we are celebrating our one year birthday or anniversary or whatever you want to call it. Happy birthday to us. For the Bloom Podcast. Which is so crazy. And Carson has been here every single episode. He's <laughs> our, I don't even know what the technical term is, Are you sound our, guy. He's our sound engineer, producer. I don't even know what, I think sound engineer maybe. But he is amazing. Carson, <gasps> what, should, did, what does your voice sound like? Hello. <laughs> Carson, thank you for doing this with us for the last year. Sure. sure. I love girl talk. You, you have handled it all with such grace. He just sits there. He does. You so know, quiet. You know what I've noticed, Carson, is is whenever, if it gets serious, you have a really graceful way of just kind of turning your back to like make, make it like a safe place. And so I appreciate that about yeah. you. Yeah. Well. I try. Okay, I'm going to throw it back to you guys. You guys are great. Okay. (laughs) Well, this is our official thank you, Carson. We love you. you. We are thankful for you. We really, we really are. We literally could not do it without you. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually. No, really. Yeah. So, but yeah, can you believe we've been doing this for a year? No, absolutely not. And also at the same time, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yes and no. I mean, I feel like, I remember... From concept idea of we should do a podcast Mm -hmm. to launching time was pretty quick. It was. I think, um, and and this this is um, a mirror on me a little bit, I have a tendency to get an idea Mm -hmm. and just say, hey, Cynthia, I was thinking. And then what do you think? And, And not a lot of runway like to get things going and so thank you for just going for it with me man when Paige gets this look in her eye you know it's going to be good there's (laughs) not an opportunity to stop you just have to run so I'm so glad we did it I am too I am too what a year I know I also remember when I sat down and I said hey I want you to do this with me I want you to be my co-host and the look (laughs) in your eye was like um I feel like this isn't actually a question. Okay. (laughs) Paige, you asked me to do scary things all the time. And I want to say they're getting easier. I don't know. I remember whenever you told me you wanted me to do this with you. And yes, I'd get this thing where my my palms start to sweat and my armpits start to sweat. And it happened that day. It did. Yeah. But you've done so well. You've been such a great guide. Well, it's been fun. And... Um, I think, you know, when we first started, we were, we were more nervous than we are now and kind of, um, just felt like we were feeling in the dark a little bit, trying to figure our way out. But a year into it now, I have to tell you, we were talking about kind of reflecting on this last year. I really enjoy this. I always look forward to our days when we get to record and talk to our amazing guests. 
Me too. I'm always so blessed at the end of it. And just for y'all listening, I'll just tell you a little bit about the process, but we usually will record three episodes in Mm -hmm. a day Mm -hmm. just to help out with scheduling and help our friend Carson out. So at the end of the day, we've heard three amazing stories usually, and that at the end of the day is so rewarding, and it kind of puts some fire under your pants just to keep going. It's so true. It really, it does. And I was, I was thinking, I, I told you, Cynthia, that I wanted you to share things that you had learned, and, and I was going to do the same. And one of the things that I've learned as we've podcasted and heard from so many amazing women is you hear, you hear sayings like there is beauty and diversity, and I mean that in a lot of ways. But I think the podcast is one of those tangible things where I have really experienced that because mm-hmm. I have, I mean, we've, we've listened to, I'm trying to think how many episodes we've done now, um, well over 20, we've listened to over 20 stories and no story is the same. No life has been the same. And, and yet each one is so profound. Mm-hmm. I, I just, like you said, I walk away at the end of these days just thinking, I am surrounded by amazing people, but I don't, I honestly don't stop enough to dig behind the surface yeah, to discover the amazingness in these people's lives, you know? That's so right. I want to piggyback on that too. That was kind of one of my favorites is, I remember... <laughs> It's kind of a joke, but like at the beginning of every single episode, we will tell our guest, you've been on our list since like (laughs) day one, but it's true. At the beginning of this podcast, we just brainstormed a list of women's names and y'all, we have barely touched it. Yeah. We are surrounded by incredible women. So many of those, we don't even really know their story. Mm-hmm. We just know that God in them is so cool, and we want to know why yeah. and what he's done in their life. And to think that we haven't even, like, touched that is so cool to me. Like I know. They're everywhere. God is so good. You are surrounded by people who are awesome and have a testimony to God's goodness. Yeah. You just have to listen. That's so true. And this time together has carved that out for us. You know, we Mm -hmm. really get an undivided block of time to do that. I know. I think this, this time has actually, um, challenged me on occasion, not just to be behind a microphone, but to be sitting with someone and, try to ask them a few more questions than maybe what I would have normally done to try to hear more of their story. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always rewarding and encouraging. Every always. single time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what else, Love what else have you liked about this last year? So another thing I jotted down was I have loved the accountability mm. that saying things on a microphone has done in my life yeah or so for instance we had a new year's resolution chat on one Mm -hmm. of our first episodes in the Mm -hmm. new year and i told everybody that this was gonna be the year that i made sourdough bread i remember this i do (laughs) and there has been times where i okay i'll tell you this i kept 
I started a sourdough starter uh-huh. in February. Okay. So I was set up for success. I killed it. Oh, no. I'm sorry. But there was that thought in <laughs> you my have to do it. <laughs> like, this is the year that I actually have to do it. And thankfully, this is the year of COVID, and the whole world then started making sourdough true. bread. And I had a community. Mm-hmm. But I had also told you ladies that I was going to make sourdough bread. And y'all, about a month ago, I made the perfect really sourdough loaf. There's been a lot of mm-hmm. bombed ones. Mm-hmm. But last month, my family feasted on the most delicious, tangy, warm, and like gooey in the middle and crunchy on the outside loaf of sourdough bread. And it was the most rewarding thing ever. Cynthia, I'm so proud of you. Thank this you. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Oh, I well, I was going to make you one, but oh. it was like too ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait for the New Year's and I'll give you one. Oh, I love it. But that's it was so good. so good. And that's happened. That's kind of like a joking matter. But I also remember having Irene Rodriguez on and she was telling us about, I mean, she had this huge mantle of evangelism in her yes. life. And we've done these challenges mm-hmm. at the end of each episode. And I took those challenges kind of seriously. I mean, they truly, I took them to heart. And I remember the day after we had her in the studio, or it may have even been the same day, Mm -hmm. I was at the grocery store and I told myself, I'm going to like open my eyes to people around me and I'm going to share Jesus. And so in the grocery store that day, I prayed with someone and it was another one of those things. It was just like, you know... We're challenging everybody to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was convicted and I need to take this seriously. Yeah. So it's offered a lot of accountability, actually. That's that's wonderful. That's amazing. I I love that. I don't know which one of you would call me out, but (laughs) I feel like you're all watching. We're all we're all watching. Well, I hope, you know, the the challenge at the end of the podcast, I don't think we started doing that until a couple of months in, but it just happened naturally and then it's stuck and so it's something that I really enjoy like every time when we finish a conversation thinking okay what is what is one doable practical thing from that conversation that we can challenge everyone listening with and and so I'm hoping that more than just you are taking taking it up and going for it yeah because they're doable they are they are doable but they can be scary Yes, so true. (laughs) You know what? Something else that I have loved is getting feedback from some of our guests um, about how as they have been vulnerable with their stories, it has impacted some of our listeners to reach out to them personally um, to either seek healing or more advice. I know Pastor Zephra has mentioned to me... um, for those of you that haven't listened to our episode, you need to go listen because she just shares a very vulnerable story uh, of her own life of abuse. And um, and she has had so many women reach out to her. Just that kind of that, oh, I'm not alone in this, you know. And, mm-hmm. and to see a woman who is walking in freedom and in confidence and power, but to hear her story behind the scenes, it has, it has given so many women hope. And, and I've loved that. I I know too, um, I had a a woman reach out to me after Cheryl Gophers 
uh, episode on abortion and and seeing women uh, receive healing and hope after that. And so I I'm kind of walking away from this last year realizing there's real power in our stories when we get vulnerable, mm-hmm. which vulnerability is so scary, but it gives other people permission to be vulnerable in return. Yeah. You know? And so, um, I'm, I'm hopeful that in this next year that we're going to, we're going to do even more of that. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> Who would have thought a podcast? I know. I know. Your good ideas. Yeah. And you know, really, when I when we sat down, that was my original thought that I got from the Lord was, I just want to tell people stories. Or I just want to create space and a platform for, wim- for women to share their stories and to use their voice. Yeah. I mean, we say your voice matters, but if we don't, if we don't provide an avenue for it, um, maybe we're doing a disservice. And, and I, I want to kind of give a caveat of that. I don't believe our voice only matters if it's on a microphone or in a platform, mm-hmm. but I think it's, it's a catalyst for women to say, okay, oh, this woman, her voice matters here. And so my voice matters in my own sphere as well. Mm-hmm. So ah, love it. And there is something cool about it actually just being the voice that we're hearing mm-hmm. as women, you know, we do so much So much goes on in our head visually when we meet another woman Mm -hmm. or we're listening to another woman, right? Yeah. I feel like we can agree on this wherever you stand on it. (laughs) But, you know, we're seeing the hair, the makeup, the – there's so many filters, I think, before it hits in our head and our heart. Mm -hmm. And so whenever you just are listening to a story, yeah, I think it it sinks a little differently or it does for me. It's true. I think think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, anything else that you loved or learned um, in the last year? Yeah, this is kind of my last point, and we've touched on it a little bit, but what a year of just, like, personal growth, Yeah, right? Like, we just (laughs) talked about, like, the first time that we recorded an episode, there was, everything was unknown. Carson was, like, explaining these fancy microphone contraptions. We didn't know what we were going to say. Um. And it was, it made me nervous. Yeah. It was nerve wracking. And I think about today coming into the studio and I was so excited. There was none of that initial fear. There was none of that like, oh no, I'm going to completely mess that up because I know Carson's going to fix it if I do. (laughs) But it's, that's beautiful to see that in a year, you can start off feeling one way and at the end... It can be different. And I tell my girls this all the time. Like, you can do hard things. You know, you can do brave things. Mm -hmm. But, like, how many times as an adult do I just, like, see something scary and then shy away? Yeah. So it's been really great to see there was a scary thing and I did it or Paige made me do it, whatever it was. (laughs) And then now I enjoy it. Yeah. And it kind of makes me want to tackle some other do some other Another hard, hard thing. Yeah. That's so true. I think too, um, I, I'm not going to say this quote right, but I think people often say that um, we basically we underestimate long periods of time and we overestimate or overemphasize short periods of time. Ooh. And and to to give yourself the freedom 
to get better at something over the course of a year. Um, we so often in our microwave society, we want to we want to master something in a week or in a month or in whatever. But if we just do the good and hard work of something over the course of a longer period of time, whether it be that be a year or five years or whatever, we will be amazed at what all can happen. You oh know? man, I love that. What yeah. great perspective. Yeah. So I agree with you. It's it's fun to look back and say, oh my goodness, I can't believe it's been a year. And yet then again, also in 2020, <laughs> oh my goodness, this year has been forever. <laughs> you know? Oh, word. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The last thing I would say that I've loved about this season and doing the podcast, um, kind of in hindsight, I don't think it was a mistake or even happenstance that the Lord gave us this idea at the beginning of 2020 mm-hmm. because we had no idea how much people would need connection and but would need to have the opportunity to do connection um, th- virtually. Right. And so how beautiful that we started this thing in, we actually started it in November of 2019 And then five months later, everything kind of gets shut down, but we're still able to do this in a format that is safe for people to still hear other women's stories, feel like they're connecting with them over a cup of coffee when they physically can't do that in the way that they've been doing it. That's so good. Which someone mentioned to you recently, you were telling me. Yes. So true. I was um, it was actually on a Sunday morning, and uh, I was in the green room with um, a woman on the worship team. We called it the Introverts Corner, <laughs> and um, we were just having a conversation. And out of nowhere, she just said, "I just wanted to tell you, I'm loving the podcast." And she said, "I am fairly new to Church on the Rock," and she said. As I am listening, even though I don't quote unquote know these ladies, I feel like I'm getting to know women at Church on the Rock. And so she said, I'm now on the lookout for them because I feel like they are a potential new friend for me. Mm. And I love that. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Introvert's corner. <laughs> it was. We needed to not greet for a few minutes. So. Just sit by ourselves. So I think. Thought that it would be fun as we're reflecting on our year, our birthday of podcasting. Um, it is also almost the end of 2020. And I think it is so healthy um, as women and as people to reflect on the past year and then to get hopeful for the new year. And so I wanted to share with you, Emily, I did a little Emily, I'm reading, about to tell you someone's <laughs> name named Emily. I want to tell you, Cynthia, some ideas that I have found that are kind of prompts for reflection. Oh, hit me. Okay. So the first one I got from Emily (laughs) Freeman, (laughs) who I love. She wrote a book called The Next Right Thing, and she does this every year. Because sometimes I feel like lists can be hard, but I love these questions that she gives. And these are really simple and almost fun as well. She says that the primary question she asks herself at the end of every year is what was life-giving and what was life-draining in the previous year. And she says she'll literally go through, like, think about her life personally, meaning 
her spiritual discipline, like her time with the Lord, um, even things like her reading habits, her um, family dynamic. So what things in your family, what things in the personally in your life, maybe your workout routine, what things were life giving and what things were life draining. And then she said she'll also kind of ask that relationally, meaning time with friends, date nights, maybe if you have a community group, like just your daily relational things. What relationships in your life this last year were life-giving? Um, are you a part of any groups? Were they life-giving or were they life-draining? Ooh, that, that's real. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> because it's a, it's a good time to make a change. Mm-hmm. And as you're kind of taking inventory of your life, if there is more life-draining things than life-giving... That is your aha to you need to make some change. Like even if it sounds like a good thing. Yes. Whoa. Yes. And then she even does it for work. Like, okay, my work, like I know you can't necessarily quit your job if you feel <laughs> like it's life draining. <laughs> but, but what routines or situations or are there certain people in your work sphere that if you just pop in their office and you brainstorm, is it life-giving? Maybe you're brainstorming with them versus other situations or is email life-draining for you? So what could you do to make it more manageable, you know? Right. So I thought that was really what great. What an interesting approach. I know. So here's a totally, totally different approach that she suggests okay. as well. Is she encourages people to do a photo look back at the end of the year oh. and pull out your phone. And literally take the time, don't do a fast scroll, but take the time to look back over all the photographs that you have taken on your phone for the last year and, and use that as a way to gauge, because usually you are taking pictures either in moments that you want to remember or so, yeah, so to oh, use that, and that's just like a visual way. And also that it's a way, because, you know, you're going to forget what you did back in April. Absolutely. But you might, and jot some things down, like when you remember that dinner you had or that work project you had of, oh, like that was a pivotal mind, moment for me or whatever. So I thought that was really good. And then I'm going to give you this one more thing. Here are 10 questions to ask. This is from a, a lady that I follow on Instagram named Laura Tremaine. 10 things to ask at the end of the year. Okay, ladies, listen to these. Number one, what was the best part of your year? Okay. What was the best part? Number two, what worked and what didn't work? Very similar to what was life-giving <laughs> and life-draining. <laughs> what were the best conversations you had in 2020? What? Um, what was a discovery? Who was the most influential to you? Was there a person that influenced you the most this year? Um, what, this is a fun one, what was the best entertainment you consumed? Was it a book or a movie or what was it? Yeah, what was that thing? What are you going to leave behind this year? Um, what behaviors do you want to change? Where did your beliefs shift? Mm. And who do you want to be in the new year? Oh man! Aren't Don't we all need to answer those oh, for this past year? Aren't those yes? Especially this last year. Oh, those are 
so so huge so i'm gonna i will be sure and share those on our bloom social media and i will give her credit because they i feel like all 10 of those questions are are good questions they're good and it's not all about just getting rid of 2020 Mm -hmm. because that's going to be our first inclination right now is (laughs) (laughs) goodbye leave it behind and really Mm -hmm. there's going to be some gold in there and we have Every single one of us learned something about ourselves and about our families and how we respond to things in 2020. Mm -hmm. And we need to remember what we learned. Yes. Without just dumping it down the drain. I I know. I agree. Yeah. Because I think if we really stop and reflect, probably whether it's a belief or just a priority, something shifted in your life in a big way. Mm -hmm. And don't just... Don't just take that for granted, but mark it and realize it and move move with intention to the next year. I also love the questions about what conversations. Yeah, like you really have to think. You do. Yeah. Or who was the most influential? Yeah. Because people are influencing us all the time, whether yeah. we realize it or not. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you guys, it's not only our birthday, but it's also the end of the year and just a great time to reflect, but to use that as a catalyst to get hopeful and intentional for the new year. I love it. And I am hopeful. Yeah. I am too. Yes. I am too. I know 2020 was not what we expected. Not at all. And 2021 may not either, but I'm walking in with um, with just a determined choice that it's going to be good. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a different kind of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, well, happy birthday, Cynthia. Happy birthday, Paige. Oh, happy birthday, Carson. Yeah. And <laughs> to everybody listening, I want to say this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing to... Um, go on this journey with us lean in thank you for honoring our guests and getting to know them and um, championing them you know it's it's been really fun yep yes. so until next time um, get out your journals do some reflection and let's all get ready for a great next year yes This has been Bloom Talks. If you'd like more information about the Bloom Women's Ministry or Church on the Rock, head over to cotrlubbock.com. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at cotrbloom. Until next time, thanks for listening.